In New Caledonia, the leaders of several independence and nationalist parties have released a joint letter calling on the international community to support their efforts to put an end to the recolonization of Kanaki, New Caledonia by France. The letter dated 25th October is signed by five political groupings, including the largest pro-independence Kanak party, Union Caledonia. It has been released ahead of a planned visit to New Caledonia next month by France's overseas minister, Gerald Demanin, but also ahead of the Pacific Islands Leader Summit, which is soon taking place in the Cook Islands. The letter outlines concerns in three key areas. The disputed third independence referendum, which was boycotted by pro-independence indigenous voters, a proposal to open up restricted electoral roles in the territory, and the announcement of an increased military presence in New Caledonia. Koroi Hawkins speaks with Islands Business Correspondent Nick McLellan, who has been following developments in the French territory. A coalition of uh, independence parties and trade unions has issued a statement in the lead-up to the visit by France's overseas minister, Gérald Darmanin, which is due uh, late in October. This is yet another in a series of visits by the French overseas minister to negotiate a new political statute. But there are some differences within the independence movement about the best way forward. Two parties that are members of the UNI parliamentary group um, have agreed to meet with Damana and talk about uh, their vision of a, what they call independence in partnership with France. But a number of other political formations, particularly the largest independence party, Union Caledonienne, believe that France is not uh, addressing long-standing concerns that have been raised during negotiations over the last 18 months. And indeed, Union Caledonienne and these other smaller groups that have signed this statement won't be talking to Damana. Uh, Union Caledonienne has said they'll only start negotiating after the their next Congress, Party Congress, in November. Now, there are a few few components um, in in this, and and just breaking it down as you have first bit is again going back to that third referendum third and uh final in france's eyes uh the controversy around that for the flmks for independence parties what have what have they raised here i know it's been through the courts it's been through all of these challenges in france and france maintains that it's legitimate but what are the concerns they're raising the three referendums held between 2018 and 2021 were the culmination of a 25-year transition under a framework agreement known as the Namir Accord. The idea was that over that 25 years, Paris would transfer powers to the local government and Congress of New Caledonia, and that the final referendums would decide on what they called the sovereign powers, key powers like currency, the courts, policing, defence, and most aspects of foreign policy. The Independence movement and many supporters, particularly of Indigenous Kanak, feel that they were robbed. The first two referendums in 2018 and 2020 were well managed. Um, all sides, supporters and opponents of independence, accepted the results. And there was a, a minority but steady increase towards a vote in favour of independence. 43% odd in the first referendum, uh, rising to nearly 47% in the second referendum. The third referendum was rushed through. As you say, um, the French courts have said that it was a valid exercise of uh, uh, a vote simply because voting is not compulsory in France. But the turnout halved between 2020-2021 in the midst of the COVID pandemic 
people couldn't campaign in the way that they had for the previous two referendums. And the independence movement called on supporters just to stay away from the polls. And turnout dropped from more than 80% to 47%, so less than half people voted. And the vast majority of Kanak Indigenous people, the colonised people of New Caledonia, didn't participate. And so while France may say legally the referendum is validated, there's still enormous anger. And indeed, the case has been taken to the International Court of Justice to claim that it's not a credible and legitimate exercise of self-determination, especially for the colonised Indigenous people. They use the term recolonizing New Caledonia in this letter. Would you say that's an accurate depiction of what is what is happening here, or is that a bit a bit a bit of fear mongering and a bit of trying to stir up stir up a bit more sentiment in that sort of area? It's it's a strong sentiment amongst indigenous people in New Caledonia that they've been made a minority in their own land. And I say that as an Australian citizen because I've been reading what New Caledonians on both sides of politics have been saying about the referendum on the voice. People will know that Australian voters, by large majority, um, voted in a referendum on the 14th of October and rejected the idea of creating an advisory voice to our parliament that could give advice on matters affecting Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. New Caledonians had a body like that for 25 years. The Senakutumye is a structure created for Indigenous chiefs and customary leaders to provide advice to the Congress and government of New Caledonia. Um, and so they said, we've had it for 25 years. Vanuatu's had the Malvatumari Council of Chiefs since independence. Why is Australia going backwards? It's because Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders are only 4% of the population. They're a minority in their own land. So there's this great fear that the whole history of colonisation, which saw the arrival of convicts, then the arrival of free settlers, then the arrival of indentured labourers, all of which made Indigenous Kanak, the Melanesian people, a minority in their own land, that fear still exists. And I, I, I think it's often underestimated by people in, in France and certainly by the current French government that it is seen as a process of recolonization. And this statement is an attempt, I believe, to try and alert international opinion that this process is speeding up. The next elections for the local Congress and provincial assemblies is due in May 2024, six months away. And um, I, I think there's a possibility that those elections will be pushed back because Macron wants to ch change the electoral rolls in early 2024 which involves a major change to the French constitution. Whether we can do that, there's still a lot of argy-bargy in Paris about that. But this is trying to signal to people, particularly just weeks out from the Pacific Islands Forum, this is a serious problem that should be on the regional agenda.